Hi, my name is Chris Little, and I am the host of The Lifestyle Chase. In 2018, I started this show to have meaningful conversations. I've interviewed over a hundred different people, both in and out of the fitness industry. This podcast is something I'm incredibly proud of. Welcome to season four. Thanks for joining me. So we're back on the Lifestyle Chase for a bonus episode with a past guest, Andrew Hallam. Now I'm going to put him on the spot a little bit and get him to kind of give a Coles Notes version of what we talked about in our four episodes together previously about a month ago. So um, without further ado, take it away, Andrew. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, we did talk about just my backstory in terms of how I ended up building a million dollar portfolio on a school teacher salary and just getting really inspired and learning that I could invest my money in a diversified way, spend less than, you know, for, for new people spend less than an hour a year investing their money and beating 90% of the investment pros in that process. To do that, many people will recognize that you have to be careful with your money in terms of you know your earnings. So my earnings weren't outrageous as a teacher. So I couldn't just blow money on all kinds of stuff. But I didn't defer gratification in that process because material acquisitions, like new car or a new phone, based on something called hedonic adaptability, they don't actually enhance our levels of well-being or life satisfaction. However, spending money on experiences that does enhance your life satisfaction or spending money on a thing that will allow you an experience you wouldn't ordinarily have. So if that's the case, you could actually rent that thing unless it's a big part of your life then buy it. So case in point, I used to bike race with this friend of mine. He's quite a bit older than me and now he's having troubles with his joints and he bought an e-bike. And he spent like $5,000 or $6,000 on his e-bike. Years, the past few years, he couldn't ride with anyone. Didn't ride with anyone. He wasn't seeing his friends. But he made this purchase. Now he's riding this thing seven days a week. And he can ride with his friends again, spend spending time with us. So there's where a material acquisition can actually enhance your life satisfaction. We didn't talk about that in the previous episodes. But, uh, but I think that that's really, really important to recognize. Then we talked about the uh, we talked about cryptocurrency, which is a really hot topic. And I said that people should be really careful. It's really popular at the moment, but not to invest any more in the cryptocurrency or in a cryptocurrency that you can actually afford to lose. So it's a bit more of a speculation than it is an actual investment. If you're investing in properties, that's that's real because there's cash flow associated with properties. When you're investing in a diversified portfolio of stock and bond market index funds, you're actually investing in real businesses that create real genuine cash flow. So, again, I would suggest that if you are going to invest in cryptocurrencies, a very, very small amount. And that's awesome. Something that I wanted to highlight was your book that's coming out essentially tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. So tell me a bit about the book. Um, how can people get it? And if you had 30 seconds to um, sort of bolster the value of that purchase, uh, how would you spend that 30 seconds? 
Yeah, good question. You can buy the book. Canadians can buy it at Indigo. Americans can buy it. Uh, actually, you can buy it at any most brick-and-mortar bookstores plus online. So obviously Amazon and the other online retailers, you can find the book there. It's the first investment book that I I couldn't find an investment book that dealt with the concept or blended the concept of life satisfaction. Like, here's how to invest your money so that you can grow rich. Well, wait a second. But we're missing a really big point here. Like, we're missing the science behind life satisfaction in terms of behavioral research. Like, if I'm going to be careful with my money and I'm going to be investing more of it, how and where can I spend my money to actually live a good life, like to actually have fun. Where does this, what does the science say? And so I wanted to blend those entire concepts and also taking a lot of stress off people. And we mentioned this in a previous episode about the idea of retiring early and the idea that you have to, in many cases, people think they have to have some kind of magical number to retire. You retire early, you die early. That's what the research suggests. And of course, it's on aggregate. Of course, somebody could retire at 40 and they could live to 110. But on aggregate, if you retire young, you don't live as long. So the idea of working part-time at something you enjoy later in life is so key to your longevity, your sense of purpose. And it takes away the financial strain of oh my God, I got to hit this certain financial number by age, whatever it is that you've made up. I say BS to that. Life is like, you know, and I mentioned this in the book, life is like a, it's like a dark hourglass. Like you can't see the sand. And when you're born, that hourglass gets tipped and sand starts running through. And you have no idea how much sand is ever left. So, for you or for me, Chris, we could be dead next week. We could live until we're 100. But because we don't know, we have to sort of focus on life satisfaction today and life satisfaction tomorrow. So that's what the book Balance, I think, that's what I tried to accentuate in the book Balance, to recognize that you're not doing things for some point in the future where you're going to you know, really have a great time as an old person or as a, as a young retiree and sacrificing your life today for that, because that day may never come. No matter how fit you are, no matter how well you eat, there are certain things that we can't control. So the one thing we can control, of course, is our perspective. We can do our very best to control uh, our health and our relationships to the best of our abilities, try to control what we can control um, and live the best lives that we can. So I think the book Balance I think it's the first book, and that's why I wrote it, because I couldn't see any other books that blended these concepts together. So, yeah, I'm really, really proud of it and happy, and I hope that, that people are able to, one, enjoy it, laugh with it, because there's some quirky little stories in there as well, uh, and then to respect the science in it, because I, I ended up building in so many scientific, behavioral, and economic-based uh, research references into that book. I love that. And I highly recommend people check out that book. Um, I will have the links to the book in the description of the episode. So um, with that being said, thanks for coming back for this bonus episode. And uh, we'll get people to check you out at andrewhallam.com if they want any more information about you. Great. Thanks so much, Chris. I really enjoyed this.